Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to the Take Control Podcast here. You have Brandy. And I'm Darielle. It's Kim. And we have made it through 2023. Almost. Woo! Got a few days left. And we're still standing. I'm still standing. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies. How's everything? Dario, you didn't record with us last episode, so let's catch up. What's new? What's old? <laughs> what's good? What's bad? What's the same? When you said what's old, I almost got disrespectful. <laughs> um, Nothing's changed, really. I mean, a lot has changed between us, but to the world, nothing has changed. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Some good, some bad, but you know, like you said, we're still here, still standing. Almost a new year. I'm excited. And, um, yeah. Yep. Kim? Um, I found out, without saying too much information, because he'll get up to that, because it's not my personal business to tell, but I found out my dad is in good health. Um, so that was a win for 2023. Um, other than that, my life really doesn't change too much. I kick it with my friends, family, and work. It's really nothing wild. Mm. Nothing wild or major. I am going to see my grandma in a couple days, which is the highlight of my entire year, because anytime I see her, she just lights up my world. Mm. I feel like I'm eight years old again living with her. Mm. I love it. So that's really it. I just, you know, my world goes bad when families going bad and it goes positive when family's going great so absolutely what about you uh, i think we recorded before my birthday so let's see i turned 35 yeah <laughs> um enjoyed my birthday very much so i booked a trip for my friend's wedding that's not till 2025 but i'm excited okay um Minding my business, drinking my water, <laughs> nothing else has really changed. Uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a decent 30 days, I guess. No complaints. Um, so is there any current event topics that we want to bring up today? Any hot button ticket items we want to talk about? Um... um. There was something I posted on our story earlier. I'm trying to find it. Okay, did y'all see the thing about the um, Tesla robot? I did. No. I <laughs> no, let's, let's be for real. Y'all know I do this every time. You Act like I don't have the internet. No, I did not see that. It says, a Tesla robot attacked an engineer at the company's Texas, Texas factory. I don't know the details because I didn't click the link in the bio, but like... What the hell? Yeah, I'm literally not shocked. Everybody thinks these robots sound good. Have fun. Like, that's... And you can't kill them. How? Bullets not going through that titanium. I can't believe we really have robots, bro. This... Mm. The world is crazy. I'm skilled. Yeah, I have no interest in getting a robot. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> kind of scary when you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> When you think about it, but I hope the person that the robot attacked is okay. I did see it was like they said it left a trail of blood. I think that's the only mm. thing I had seen in the caption. What do you do? He busted read, in his mouth. I don't read the full article either, but I did see that. 
Um, Damn. Wait, how was y'all's Christmas? <clears throat> Christmas was good. I um, I decided I just wanted to cook something like just something comfort, nothing like a whole spread. I was like, hmm. I seen this TikTok recipe for chicken and dumplings. I was like, that seems like a good thing to eat mm-hmm. while you're just sitting here watching a movie or something. <laughs> In the crock pot. So I cooked. Me and my mom went to see the color purple. Mm-hmm. I heard was that was good. a bomb. Uh. And I was a little scared because I don't like remakes. Ever. I don't. It's not a remake, though. It, yeah. It's so. Not. I don't like musicals. Um, I'll talk about it in a second. So, yeah, we went to go see the color purple. We had dinner. And then I went and spent time with my dad. Um, and that pretty much wrapped up my day. But it was a good Christmas. It was a really good Christmas. How about you guys? Um, the holidays this year have been very fucking mid, and I don't know if it's because the great-grandmas is passing and the food ain't hitting the same. Like, this year, my aunt wanted to do fucking brunch, and I'm like, I mean, it wasn't a terrible idea, but it's just like, you fucking up the flow. Like, that's just, (laughs) this ain't it. This is what we don't do, because everybody wants to go see the color purple, and I'm the only one, like, I don't want to go see that. But, yeah, I was just like... By the time I got home, I'm like, shit, what am I going to eat for dinner? <laughs> like, um, you know, and I'm used to seeing my dad's side of the family. And, you know, the holidays haven't been the same with them. So I didn't get to see them. So, yeah, it was like real sad and lonely. But um, other than that, Christmas was cool. It was um, cool. Yeah, for me, my holidays kind of left when my grandma left, like, See, she's probably been down there for seven years. Um, She's the one that would do, like, the mock-ups for Santa and put all the stuff out, and um, she would make big meals for us in the morning. Um, She made it all extra and fun, and so now my holidays, like, I literally don't go anywhere because my dad doesn't do anything. My mom cooks and stuff, but, like, her cooking timeline kind of runs into, like, if I want to go see um, my dad's mom and, like, drop off her present or something. Like, it just runs into my timing. Um, But this year I went to see my godson, which is Darielle's baby. And then I went to see my dad's side to drop off their gifts, and then that was pretty much it. But my holidays really don't, you know, they're not like, ooh, my God, but I don't feel no type of way about it because... A, I think I'm used to it, and I know it's simply because my grandma left, so I know it's not this dramatic, like, the families are at each other's neck. Like, no, mm-hmm. she just took the tradition. And we have family up here, but, like, I mean, I don't get invited to their stuff. <laughs> not because they hate me. Like, I'd be going on vacations with them, and we kick it and shit, but I don't think they think about, like, like they're, it's their uh, immediate families. Mm-hmm. Like, husband, wife, and your children. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and then, like, the grandma. I, I don't think they go, like, let's do a big... Yeah, which we did in 2020 when COVID was fresh out. And it was hands down the best Christmas I've ever had. Hands down. Like, it was like a fucking Tyler Perry movie. The good parts. Let me rephrase. (laughs) The good parts of the Christmas. Everybody doing a Soul Train line. And, you know, we had painting. And, like, everybody was lit. Best Christmas I've ever had. 100%. But I'm just, Christmas is my favorite time of year. So I could never be mad if I'm even sitting at home watching the Santa Claus. I love it. Now, I do, I will say that I have realized that Christmas is probably one of the saddest times for me. Only Mm. because it reminds me that I'm by myself and that I don't have children. So, whereas, like, 
my family don't really get into Christmas because everybody's grown. So, yeah. like, don't nobody care to put up a tree. For me, I don't see the point in putting one up because I'm like, okay, I'm going to put up a tree and put gifts for myself under it that I know. I actually, do, I actually do that. It's like, and so it's just really weird. But it reminds me that, like, I am by myself. So it's not... It, it's not one of the best times of the year for me, but I still enjoy Christmas. And then if it doesn't snow on Christmas, I'm also like, what's the point? Yeah. So, but it was a good Christmas. I'm not going to lie. It was a good Christmas. I did enjoy myself. Um, it's so crazy because I have kids and Christmas is the worst time for me because I have family and the expectations of trying to like make everybody happy is so stressful. You know, I had a conversation with one of my guy friends about that, and he just seemed, like, so down. And I'm like, are you okay? And he's, like, basically saying the same thing that you mm-hmm. said, like, the expectation of, like, having to mm-hmm. make sure everybody's happy and they have what they want and, like, all of that. It was just, like, a lot of added stress on him. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you do realize that, like, I'm pretty sure if you didn't get everybody a gift that they wouldn't be mad. I'm assuming. I don't know your family, but I'm just like... I, I think they more so care about you as a person and not necessarily what you get them. And so it made me kind of think, like, dang, like, people don't even really talk about the added pressure that comes with Christmas and, like, the expectation to, like, do gifts and all of that. And I think it it's a little different for me because I remember one Christmas, and I think I was either coming into teenage years or I was already a teenager but I remember my mom like we will always do trees but I remember that year her sitting me and my sister down and saying like Christmas is not going to be big this year because of mm-hmm. x y and z but I want you each to tell me two things that you want and you'll get those two things and we got those two things so mm-hmm. like I think that kind of shaped like the rest of my years with Christmas where the expectation isn't there for me to like right. buy a whole bunch of stuff for people right Hmm. Yeah. I'll sort it out in therapy. <laughs> um, on to the color purple though. I, I thought it was a good movie. Um, being a fan of the original, um, it's definitely not the original. It it's mm. it holds true to the storyline though. Um, it's not as heavy as the original. And surprisingly, although it is a musical, I thought there would be more musical parts. Like they didn't overdo it with the musical part of Mm -hmm. the movie like i think each period had like a song and they just it wasn't overkill with the music i'll put it like that okay but it was good i did cry um mainly just because like i'm emotional (laughs) but um there was just parts in the movie where it was just like oh this is beautiful like Mm -hmm. the coming together and like (laughs) women empowerment and then they made a good they did really good with like blending like culture in 2023 to the storyline in the early 1900s so like Mm. they you see some references that's like today's things but in that time frame and so it was it was good it was good so did you see where they were saying like oprah was being funny to taraji i seen that (laughs) and so um was she in it who oprah no she just feels some type of way that they did. It's her, her movie, right? Yeah, she is. Yes, she. Yes, it's her movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she executive produced or directed or it was her film company, but yes, Oprah is like, it's her movie. Mm-hmm. I seen it and my friend sent me a couple of TikToks and I'm just like, I just had questions. I'm just like, so are we. 
assuming off of these scenarios that like there was an issue because you know how like the one she sent me was like one of the press tours and they were like pointing out Taraji's body language and how like Oprah didn't embrace Taraji and Taraji really didn't embrace Oprah and all of this and I just I just really had questions because then I'm like well you had Taraji come out and she made a post thanking Oprah you had Oprah come out thanking Taraji and I'm just like I mean yes that could be a PR thing but I'm just like what is the real issue like if if there was an issue what's the issue well because Taraji had did when they were like doing a their little interview tour or whatever for the show when she was talking about not getting yeah 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 so I I didn't watch the whole interview but what I seen from the clip I just interpreted that like generally not necessarily the right movie so I I I don't know but I did feel like I mean when they were showing the whole thing how she just like touched everybody's shoulder but Taraji yeah but But the body language thing be throwing me off because people be doing that. They be doing that with couples on TikTok and they be like, look how they're positioned. There's like a triangle in between them. That means they're not really body. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I feel like I can put, you can piece together anything and make any kind of assumption, right? Right. right. So I'm just going to go with what I seen, which was Taraji thanking Oprah, Oprah thanking Taraji. And why the fuck did Taraji that? wear pink? <laughs> I just. That pissed me off. Why did she? She wore like this color. Instead of the color of purple. And everybody wore purple. I don't know. I don't know. I that like... pissed me off more than everything else. But <laughs> besides them showing that she touched everybody's shoulders, but Taraji, that kind of I was side eyeing. But everything else, I'm like. Yeah. But does she have beef with her or something? Like, why is it just Taraji? And that's what I wasn't sure because, like, when my friend said it to me, I'm like, okay, are we saying that. There's an issue because of Taraji's interview and that Oprah took offense to the interview or was there like, I, I just had questions. I think that's what the, that's what I gathered. Which I was confused because I'm like, she didn't say that the color purple didn't pay. She said that generally actresses and hot black actresses in Hollywood don't make like something, the math ain't math then. Right. But out of my tax bracket, it's rich people problems. Okay. And I feel what she was, I, I feel what she was saying. You know what I mean? Like if you... If you make ten million dollars from a movie, fifty of that is fifty percent of that is going to Uncle Sam. So mm-hmm. now you left with five, and then you're paying, you know, thirty percent to these people. Blah 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 blah. So you're probably after that ten million dollars is all dispersed, you're probably walking away with two, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. one. Damn. So I get it, but at the same time, I'm still not walking away <laughs> from any job with a million dollars. So right. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I, I don't understand. Like it, for me, my my brain can't relate because right. I I'm agree. They're making pennies. So <laughs> facts. I don't. I don't know. But I mean, I hope that there's no issue with them. Like, yeah, I, I just I, Oprah I be giving me weird bitch energy. I don't know what it is, but she just is off to me. That's fair. Mental illness. And I mean, people have come out and said things about her. So Mm-mm. mental illness. <laughs> Who hurt? Welcome, her to, welcome the- to the team, Oprah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But, but then I also that was like, a joke, guys. You can never, you know what I mean? Like somebody's like somebody's gonna always be unhappy or critical, out, critical thing or whatever. So it's just like, yeah. Listen, I again, I ain't making the money that Oprah making or Taraji or any of them people. So that's okay because I'm still about to watch it in my living room when it come out in a week. <laughs> Did anybody go see the Renaissance film? No, no. I don't want to see no concert at the theater. <laughs> I was 
I was highly interested in going to go see it until people were saying that it was majority of the concert. Like, oh. I want to see more of the behind the The scenes. documentary stuff? Yeah. yeah. So, I heard it was $27. Yeah, my, my tickets was $28. Um, I had got the tickets, but I didn't get to go the day I had planned to go. So I just went and got the gift card. So I'm just like, maybe oh. I'll go sit one day and watch it during the day. Yeah. Whatever. The case I know, Daryl. Let that your cousin go ask her. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I know, right? <laughs> I would want to see it too, like you said, if it was more of a documentary, because that has given me I such love documentaries. Huh? I love documentaries. Me too. It gives me such an appreciation for the artists when I can actually see them like mm-hmm. the back end of things versus seeing them on Instagram and listening to them through movies. Yeah. I'm sorry, through music. It makes me like appreciate them so much more. Wait, I didn't know that supposedly the son was autistic. Did y'all hear that? Sir? Son of, of who? Beyonce. Beyonce. Oh, no, I did not. I didn't know she had a child. I meant other than Blue. She has twins. (laughs) She has... They're like six now. Sir, Rumi. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I wouldn't be like him. Like, you just don't know nothing. No, you don't. No, you don't. (laughs) I don't understand how that's possible because I follow Baller Alert and Shade Room and I still see stuff. But I also don't scroll through my timeline. I watch mm-hmm. people's stories and like post and get off. But I still don't know how I would miss that. I've watched TikTok 24-7. Well, but it's really like I Christian talk. Well, that specific topic hasn't been. Hasn't like surfaced. I can't really remember where the person that told me they heard it from. I think they maybe saw it somewhere. I don't fucking know. They're older than me. So, you know, they might have older people. Than me. I don't know. But then they said that in the, the documentary they don't say it, but they say other stuff that insinuate, and they never show him, but they show both of the girls. But I'm like, uh, I don't know if that's true, but... Mm. Now I'm, I'm curious to watch. Yeah. Now, the only thing I did see, like, a few years ago is, like, there was mention of, like, something being wrong with his leg or, like, his foot or something mm-hmm. like that, but never autistic. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got Beyonce money, so but I'm interested to go. I'm interested now. I might go watch it um, in the theater because I don't know if it's going to come out on like a streaming service. I know if it came out on Netflix, that's crazy. Can't watch Netflix anyway. Me either. I tried to hijack Maya's and it keeps taking it from me. So I Netflix said, never mind. Is so lame for that. They are so oh, lame for that. I can't do it in yeah. my house, but like if I. You can watch it on your phone, though. If I stream from my phone to my TV, I'm cool. It w- mine won't let me do that. I try to do that, and it did the household bullshit. No, mine will let me. So, okay, let me rephrase. I have an old-ass <laughs> Google uh, Chrome plug-in thing in the uh-huh. back of my TV upstairs where it'll let me watch like that. I can do all of it. Okay, Hulu, maybe Disney I Plus, need everything. a plug-in, but when I try to mirror my phone, it won't. No, yeah, me. it won't let you mirror it because downstairs I have a Fire Stick, and when I try to log into... Maya's on that. Mm-hmm. It won't let me in it. And I'm like, Maya, tell me your password and the code right now. She's like, let me contact my mom and then contact my sister. Then my grandpa. I'm like, never mind. <sighs> but my mom and I, which I think I've said before, have that that like jailbroken app that we pay like, I think it's we. <laughs> she pays for it. Thanks, Ma. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much it is. It's under $100, though. Uh, she pays monthly and I get like all the new stuff on there anyway. So I'm like, fine, Netflix. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But yeah, I can't watch that no more. But if Beyonce ended up on Netflix, that's wild. 
Yeah. Wasn't her homecoming one on Netflix? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, Life is But a Dream was on. HBO. HBO. What? Stop. Nothing, Kim. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll look it up myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, I think that's all of the current event topics that I had. Um, Yeah. So I told the ladies earlier today, I had been toying around with a couple of topics and... um, I didn't know where I wanted to land, and it's also almost 10 o'clock, so we won't be before you guys long, Um, but I figured because it is, we're wrapping up 2023, that we can kind of recap our year a little bit, Um, starting with, I think, just some of our um, just personal things, and then maybe we can talk about podcast things, so I want to start with what was the highlight of your 2023 Anybody can go. Uh, getting a new over. job. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Shit. Um, yeah, mine would be getting a new job. Okay. Um, I'm very grateful for my job and my boss. I told y'all earlier, she feels like an auntie to me. I've known her for like five years. Um, and she supported my personal businesses. So I really appreciate her. And we function a lot alike. Like the way our brains are wired, the way we operate in business and personal life. It's my dog for real. So I would say that. Oh, and then find out that my dad isn't as sick as we were worried about. So that's I think amazing. that's it. Dario, you said that is over. <laughs> that's one of them. Um, I would say for me, um, being able to travel. You did do a lot of travel. I did. And getting baptized. Oh, yes. Amen, sister girl. <laughs> Yeah. You know, speaking of baptizing, we're doing it again Sunday. And I'm like, you know, maybe I should go down again. Like, maybe the first mm-hmm. time. I definitely would do it again. Like, maybe the first time was like. Me too. I might go when Royce is ready. Not a prank. <laughs> because. <laughs> My second time will be when Royce goes his second time. Okay. Yeah, that would be fun to do that together. Yeah. I want to do it. Um, I'm not going to say. If when I have a family one day, I want mm-hmm. us all to do it together. The last time we did baptize a blog, there was a husband and wife that signed up to get baptized. And when I tell you their entire family followed them. Mm-hmm. So like usually we have people that sign up. And so there's an expected number of people to get baptized. But we've done it two times so far. And each time people literally just get up out their seats and just get up and yeah. get baptized. Like when I tell you, it's like the most amazing thing to watch. Like it's it's awesome. Um, but yeah, I would say the highlight of my twenty twenty three was definitely my niece being yep. born. Shout out to you, girl, <laughs> Myla. That's my baby. Um, she turned eight months on Christmas Day. So dang. Yeah, I would say that that Aww. was the highlight of twenty twenty three. That's my bestie. That is my bestie. She's a real girl. Okay, we got highlights out the way. So, what is, I would say, probably the hardest part about 2023? I would say, for me, the hardest part has been um, transitioning from my old life to my new life. (laughs) And... Motherhood for sure. 
because, you know, I've been going through it with my oldest son. It's been very, very overwhelming. So, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say partly is, which I know I just said this, but Dariel's oldest baby's my godson. So that was hard to just witness and go through. And I feel for Dariel and I wish I could do more, but I'm not God. Not God's chosen. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, and then, like, honestly, family stuff in general, because obviously I look at them like family. So the stuff that my family went through this year was hard. And like I said, it gets hard on me when it's family stuff. Um, and then other than that, I would say time management with my new job because I get off earlier than I ever have in any job possible, but now I feel like I'm, I don't know the word to, to describe it. I feel like with the freedom I have in the evenings, I don't know how to navigate or operate that because I never really had it. And now that I have it, I feel like I'm overextending sometimes or, um, I don't know if that's the right word either. I just feel like I'm struggling right now. Like when I do put things in my free time, like showing up on time. Because mm. I don't know sometimes if I can do certain times and all. And I hate walking. I'm late to everything now and I don't know why. I used to be the person that was 15 to 30 minutes early and people would be like, why are you here? Now I'm probably 15 to 30 minutes late, if not more, to everything. Except my job and church. Well, <laughs> um so yeah that that's it for me is my time management with my new job which I'm a master at that so I don't know why I'm struggling and then my family going through stuff got you I think the hardest part about 2023 for me was learning how to navigate through grief um mm. as you guys know yeah. I lost my aunt um in March and trying to put language to what I was feeling when she passed and just this entire year and then also grieving the loss of someone who is still here um I had a very important relationship come to a close at the top of 2023 and like trying to navigate through that has been mm -hmm. challenging <laughs> um to say the least so I think that those two things were probably like the hardest part about 2023 mm. um what would you say is your proudest moment of 2023 mm. i know mine um not feeling guilty anymore for investing in myself financially mm. um i have traveled a lot this year and i already have a few big trips coming up next year um, and I always, even when I was literally making $14 an hour, I would always spend money on vacations and experiences. Cause you can't get that back. Can't get the time back, but I would freak out about how I was going to eat, freak out about bills. And like, I've always had a savings and I've always budgeted well, like literally I was dirt, dirt cheap money and still had like a decent savings. Cause that's just who I am. That's my security blanket. Um, and now I'm getting to the point where like, I don't, feel as bad anymore, especially if it's a trip. Um, and I'm trying to learn with like material things not to feel bad. So my proudest moment is like, sometimes if I want something now, I'll get it. And I've never done that before. Mm. Like, even if it's a hundred dollars, if it's mm. $50, $20, I'm like, I'm going to buy it. Like if I want to, I don't know, a 
pair of slides for work and I get them off of fucking Amazon and they're $30, I don't feel bad anymore. When before I'd feel bad for buying work clothes. Mm-hmm. The fuck? Mm. So that's my proudest moment is a little bit of growth there, mm-hmm. you know, slowly but surely growing and standing 10 toes down on my boundaries, my personal boundaries. Hold that thought. I've been that girl this year. Hold that thought. And will. We're going to come back to that. So, yeah, boundaries financially and personally. Okay. That's good. Come back to you? Uh, I think I got mine. Okay. Um, I would say for me, <laughs> mine would be like, I'm trying to think how I want to put this, but. I feel like I know how to handle being in a quote-unquote bad space better than before because before, like, if I'm going through shit, I would kind of just, like, be in a really sad, depressed phase. And not to say that I don't have moments where I'm anxious or I feel sad or I feel down or broken, blah, 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 blah. But I just know how to handle it better and I know how to still get up every day and just like be happy and have something to look forward to or something to be happy even when things are like not so great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I would say my proudest moment would be actually getting into therapy. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, you year. did do that. I say it all the time. You guys have heard me say it for years. I'm going to sort it out in therapy. I'm going to go to therapy. Never went, never went, never went. Um, and I actually started um, going this year. And um, actually, like, being open to the tools that I'm getting in therapy and actually putting them into play. Like, I have, um, a, I had a minor thing come up this past week and I'm like I'm gonna sort that out in therapy for real like mm-hmm. um and I'm just proud that like my my first response to it wasn't to like fly off the handle or get upset or say something to the parties involved it was just like mm, I have my thoughts I'm processing my feelings I'm gonna talk about it in therapy when I go back Mm-hmm. And then move from there. So I think that's my proudest moment is like actually doing the work and not saying that I'm going to do the work. Mm-hmm. Love it. Here I am. Um, what is your biggest lesson in 2024? Hmm. Um, life is too short. Amen to that. Yeah. Because, I don't know. Literally, life is just too short. I have learned to let go and let God because (laughs) (laughs) I literally would just hold on to shit and people for as long as I could. And I'm just like, what is this doing for me? And I think that one post that I saw has stuck with me since. And it's been helping me, like, learn how to make decisions. The poster was like, if you died tomorrow, would you be happy with the life you lived? And my answer was no. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? (laughs) Like, (laughs) no, absolutely not. Like, again, and then when my grandma passed away last year, that really just changed my perspective, too. Because I'm like, yeah, life is too fucking short 
to be unhappy. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. <laughs> no, thanks. Uh, so, yeah. Mine would be, um, which actually one of my friends helped me with this, so shout out to him, just simply by showing up and being him. But learning to be in the moment um, and him unintentionally teaching me that, like it just, because of how easy it was to do that with him and I spent like all my time with him before he moved, it showed me how easy it is to be in the moment and just accept things where they are. And therapy kind of taught me that too, between like, you can't control what happened in the last five minutes and you can't control what happens in the next five minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, you have like, if someone decided to drive off in my car, I can't control that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to walk out there and freak out about it. Like, well, I guess call the police. And my therapist had been telling me, let's see, this January will be five years. She told me probably the first year or two, like we were so focused on like that. You can't control actions, people, things, anything like, mm-hmm doesn't matter how much you beg and plead someone to see that you're amazing. They either do or they don't. Like, it doesn't matter. Absolutely. Um, there's nothing you could say or not do for somebody for them to change their mind because people, if they, like, if they wanted to, they will. If they see you for you, they do. You're real friends, da-da-da, the whole slogans. Um, so I will say that allowed me to stop worrying so much about what comes next. And I remember getting this overwhelming sense of peace, like, literally when that time started like around August and just being like like I think I told you I was like I don't know if I'm like dying or what's going on but like this is the first time ever where I've like never worried about what tomorrow brought ever and I don't know where how or why it came from if it was just that's the lesson for my friend to teach me I don't know but um that's definitely mine is like mindfulness and that's what like my therapist made me download an app and everything that I never used and God was like let me show you but that's what mindfulness is, is just being mindful of the present moment that you cannot control anything else but what is in the current moment. Mm-hmm. And to name out the facts. Like, if you're worried about something or overly anxious about something, name out the facts and nothing else. Not the what-ifs, not the past, not the... It could, it, but it but it did this, but it could do... That. Like, just what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm extremely, extremely grateful for that. I think the two biggest lessons that I've learned this year is that I can hold multiple emotions at one time and it's okay right Mm. like I can be upset and happy at the same time and it's okay it doesn't have to be one or the other because I am a person who sees in extremes it's black and it's white there's (laughs) no middle for me um so learning that like I can hold multiple emotions at one time and it's okay and you can work through them in real time and it's okay. Like there was something that was troubling me like a week ago and I went to go lay down and I realized that like I was just upset. You know what I mean? Like I was just upset and then I'm like, you know what? It's okay to be upset, but go to sleep with a smile on your face. And so I literally made sure that I was like smiling when I went to sleep and when I woke up I felt so much better I was still a little bit troubled but I felt much better Mm -hmm. so that's just an example and then I think again a lot of the things that like I get on here and I say I'm actually putting into practice like I was having a conversation with someone about um expectations of other people right 
And I had also talked to my therapist about this, and I'm just like, I don't really have expectations of anybody anymore. Like, my expectations and my standards all lie within me, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, my standard for myself is that I'm going to be around people who are kind to me, right? Mm -hmm. So, if you're not kind, you don't have to be kind. I don't expect you to be kind. I expect myself to get away from you. Right. Because I I want to be around people who are kind to me. Just using that as a small example. So, like, I think um, the biggest lesson is just in that is just, like, everything starts with you. Right? Yeah. Like, so I'm starting to see life in a lens of, like, just Brandy. Right? And then, and main character syndrome and everybody else is just extras in my, in my world. But, like, <laughs> that's what it is. And it's been working for me. <laughs> Good. Good. So, yeah. yeah, I think that's the biggest lesson. Um, for me in 2023 um what is and and kim you already said it um what but i'm gonna circle back around to what is the thing that you're most grateful for in 2023 Mm. did we say this already we said highlights, downfalls, lessons, and now we're all grateful. I know. Because mine, mine still is my job and standing on my boundaries. Um, like, when I tell you I don't care who it is, if you got me fucked up, I'll leave. Like, literally, I could be having coffee with Maya and I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to go home. Bye. Like, and I was the type that overextended and excuse me all for my raspiness. I've been a little bit ill with the sinuses. Um, God, I swear I have ADHD. My therapist (laughs) and I are looking into that. Um, But yeah, I just, I'm proud of being able to, maybe that's what we asked beforehand, not grateful. What are you most proud of? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm very, very proud and grateful that I'm honoring myself this time around. And I know it's here to stay. It's not just a phase that I'm going through for a month or two. Like now it genuinely is if you cross the tiniest boundary with me, I'm, I'm good. And it doesn't necessarily mean like a full blown cutoff, but does it mean I'm going to extend my time? No. Am I going to be an asshole to you? No, but I'm going to lay my boundaries out. I'm going to lay where I am and that it's not, I'm not going under that. And that's kind of what my therapist and I were talking about is like, I have a certain standard now with everything and everybody in my life because I have to, I owe it to myself to honor that. I can't allow myself to continue to get beat up and whether that's verbally, mentally, emotionally, because I wish somebody would beat me up physically to fuck. I'm playing. Um, (laughs) I can't allow myself to get beat up just because I've known someone for 15 years and I feel bad for them and their lifestyle. Like, no, I don't deserve your projection. Because it wouldn't be right if I did it to you. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be right if I projected on you, played with your time, was rude to you, all these things. Like, as adults, we need to learn how to digress before those things happen, and we do it to other people. Mm-hmm. So that's mine. I'm very, very grateful that I, what's the new fucking term? Stand on business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm grateful that Kimiana has been standing on her busyana, for sure. That's a good title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Business and business. Both. <laughs> the fuck? 
Um, I would say. <clears throat> what was the question? <laughs> what are you most grateful for? What am I most grateful for? I would say life and my relationship with God because. Although life is too short and you shouldn't procrastinate, I'm thankful that God continues to give me day after day to get it right. Mm. And because I, you know, I don't want to live with regret and be like, okay, like today I wanted to go to the gym and I didn't make it. But it's okay because God's going to bless me with tomorrow and then I'll get up and I'll go tomorrow. I'll figure it out tomorrow or the day after that or the day after that. (laughs) So... I'm just thankful for, yeah, life and God and just the opportunity to, like, be better every day. Aww. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I don't really know what I'm grateful for the most in 2023. Um, Is it us? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I grateful for you guys i am actually um that's so sweet grateful for you the first thing that came to mind and i guess i'll just go with that i guess just reconciliation right like darielle and i have talked on many occasions about our relationships with our fathers um and so just to, and I think I've mentioned this before, just to see like where me and my dad are in our relationship now compared to even last year or the year before that, like it's amazing to see and it's a blessing and I thank God for him. And um, yeah, I don't think I would have, I don't think I've seen this. Like, if you would have asked me this in 2017 when we had that show, mm-hmm. um, I don't. I don't think I would have seen this for us. So I think that's probably what I'm most grateful for in 2023. Um, yeah, just reconciliation. Love it. We love the art. Yeah. Um, I got two more questions, maybe three, and then we can wrap it up. Um, we've kept you guys for almost 45 minutes, so I'm going to try to pull an hour out for you guys, but we'll see. see how we can do that. <laughs> so, Darielle shared, shared a post um, earlier that we found on social media, and it says nine questions to ask yourself before the end of 2023, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to do all nine. I'm just going to pick a couple of them um, out of here. Um, so, the first one, or not the first one, um, what beliefs or opinions have I changed this year mm-hmm. I don't know I feel like I low-key named some of mine because um, again my brain just keeps going to boundaries like my opinion on boundaries has changed and this is going <laughs> to Face. Oh, she said. Um, <gasps> my, my mic uh, is disconnected. <laughs> um, hold on, because the ADHD I don't have is kicking in. Um. Oh yeah, this is gonna sound mean, but like I used to believe that other people's boundaries were more important than mine, so I would have to put mine on the back burner. Like, 
and that's not true. Everybody's boundaries, including mine, should be respected. So if I'm crossing somebody's boundary, I need to respect that and vice versa. Um, so that's why I would put my boundaries on the back burner because I would feel like, well, they're going through a worse time than me. So like I can I could just back down until that became my entire life of I, my boundaries didn't exist. Mm. Um, and then I realized like, oh, no, like. I need to have a boundary here that goes, I'm not your therapist. I'm not God. I'm not mommy who's coddling you when you were six. That's quite literally not my job. Um, so that's, that's my opinion has changed on boundaries, like understanding that you don't get rid of yours because someone else is going through a harder time than you. Mm -hmm. You still show up and support them, but without crossing your boundary. So... Um, a belief or opinion that's changed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Kim always catches me doing. I know that's why we need shit. visuals because I just want to zoom in on Darielle being like. <laughs> mm. Hmm. That you have to have it all figured out. Mm. Yep. That's bullshit. You don't. Right. Or that like. <laughs> or that like. You'll just be like completely healed one day. No, like healing is a process. It's a marathon, shouty. Yeah. Not a sprint. Never ending. Never ever ending. Yeah. Huh? I think what has probably changed is my actual belief system, for real. Mm. Um, <clears throat> like, toying with the idea of, like, my spirituality and God and all of that. And, like, I realize, like, I have a lot of questions that I'm not going to get answers to. Mm -hmm. And the way my brain works, that's just really hard to, like, come to terms with. And so, what I've been telling myself a lot lately is, like, it's all just a belief system, right? Like, I'm a believer in Christ. But mm -hmm. it's just a belief system, right? And so, the next person believes in whatever they believe in, and it's just a belief system. Like, it's just what it is, right? So, I think that has changed, and, like, me and my dad have these conversations, and, like, he he tells me and it's sticking with me like I I want to be a believer of truth mm. and whatever that looks like. So I think just my my belief system altogether has kind of changed a little bit over the past year. Um, I'm working on it, y'all. I don't I don't know. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna my goal in 2024 is to read my Bible um, in its entirety and yeah we'll go from there. I'll let you guys know my thoughts. I actually saw a, which I'll send it to you, it popped up on my devotional today, and I was like, God, you already know I've been wanting to do this. There is a 365-day devotional that will get you through all of it. Mm. So I'll send it to the both of y'all. I was like, oh, snap, okay. Yeah, I've, like, saved a couple things, and mm -hmm. I have a couple study Bibles that I got that was gifted to me, and so yep. I plan to hit the ground running in 2024. Because um, this whole westernized idea of Christianity is... Something else. I was told that like never mind. No, 
Please say it <laughs> now. Because I don't want to say it wrong. That is it that black people weren't Christians. Yes, yes. So you I don't have, want to get off topic, but yes, I, if I'm hearing the question correctly, so you have Jews and you have Gentiles. According to what Scripture says, Jews are the true people of God, right? Mm-hmm. And Gentiles are those who were like grafted in by acceptance and believing yeah. of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you look at that, like, geographically, map-wise, like, what, if you trace your history back to Africa and you were born in South Africa or wherever you may have been born in that part of the continent, more than likely, your belief system, it's likely it wasn't Christianity. So, yes, to an extent. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and that's kind of like... Never mind. We ain't even gonna get it. <laughs> watch, watch the chosen. You'll see how she started it yesterday. Yeah, did you? Yeah. She'll. You'll see how she starts to like. He runs into this like African woman from Ethiopia, and you'll see how she's like. But wait a minute. What do you mean? And then she like. Yeah. So like, if you trace back and you look at like history, like Christianity is liter literally like throughout the world, but then there's also again these other belief systems that were also there. Um, I think some historians and different things will say that Christianity is the longest running religion that there is. But yeah, like you'll have areas in different parts where Christianity and um, you have some some people who are Christian, some people who are Muslim, some people who are this, some people who are that. So it kind of just depends. Um, But again, geographically speaking, if we're talking about Jesus, there's no real way he was a white man, but. No, Facts. like be fucking for real. He's from Israel. <laughs> our, he's, whole, he's, our whole everything was a lie. Yeah, I'm like he's from Israel and he's my skin color. If you look up fucking Israel today, you can see what color they are. People are so ignorant, so fucking ignorant. That genuinely pisses me off. It's also because my dad's a history major, so I can't help it. I'm like, look at, look at the people in Israel right now. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, I was about to get into like the whole Israel and Palestine thing, but I'm gonna leave it alone. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't got the great brain capacity for that tonight okay so um next question is how can i take better care of myself in the upcoming year Ooh, i really 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 to take care of myself i would say i was just telling my um gynecologist about this earlier like now that I'm getting older, I want to take things seriously and not just brush it off like, oh, that's nothing, that's nothing. Like, But I know sometimes I'm, I can be an overthinker, but I'd rather be safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. And um, like, for example, I went to see her today for follow-up because when I got my breast exam, she noticed something. But she was like, oh, it's probably nothing, but like, just watch it. And I've been watching it and nothing really changed. But I'm like, no, I'm going to go back and I'm going to be sure because what the hell? Mm-hmm. And she checked again and she was like, you're fine. But I'm just like, I'd rather be safe than sorry because what the fuck? Like, you know, so just taking like, I already take care of my health, but like my health in general, because like stomach issues, like you went to the doctor and did all that stuff. I haven't yet to do that. Um, And trying to like be intentional about 
going to the gym and just finding ways to eat better, you know? Yeah. Um, mine would be to rest more and say no so I can rest more. Because um, like I was kind of saying earlier, I don't like to feel like all I do is work because that's all I've done since I was 14. So I don't like to feel like all I do is work, go to bed, gym, work, go to bed, gym, work. Like I like to, one of two things I want to do when I'm done working, I either want to rest for the evening or I want to go laugh with my friends and family. And I feel like the issue is with my schedule too is like people always make jokes how they have to book me because I don't know typically until like a week to three weeks prior if I can do something. And then when it comes up three weeks later, I don't want to. And I, I don't want to be like, actually, guys, can we not? Because it's going to take another three weeks to do it again. I'd rather just get it done. And like sometimes I'm so happy when things get canceled. Because I'm like, thank you, Jesus. I get some rest. But then, so I'm that, again, to the time management thing, I'm trying to figure out like how to do things. Basically prioritize things that I know I'm going to feel like doing in three weeks. Mm -hmm. Do I feel like I want to go to dinner or happy hour in three weeks? Maybe not. I don't know. Depends on the day. But do I feel like I want to go to a fucking Cavs game? Yeah. I do. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's mine. Um, resting more and saying no more. Or being dead ass being like, let's just see when the day get there. I'm going to put it in there. And let's just see when the day get there if I fucking feel like it. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to play with your time, but my time is very valuable, and I don't know if I'm going to feel like it. Mm -hmm. So that's it. Tired of being tired, boy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I could better take care of myself in the upcoming year by realizing and being honest about my capacity for things. Um, Where I'm competent in a lot of areas, which means I'm capable of doing it, my capacity is not there for everything. And I'm the kind of person where I'll insert myself and I'm resolution-based and I want to help everybody and all that. I can't do that no more. Mm -hmm. um, it's wearing me down. And I think I told you guys before we recorded, like today I found myself getting ready to insert myself into something that had nothing to do with me. To try to fix or, mm -hmm. you know, ask the questions. And I'm like, nope. That's why I need to finish that episode. Nope. What episode? The Can't Afford Therapy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, We should talk about that one day. I, Yeah, I was inspired. I caught up on, like, all of season two today. And I'm like, I have so much I want to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, just understanding my capacity and being honest about my capacity. Getting real familiar and real comfortable with saying no. Um. And letting problems be problems. You can't fix everything. Mm -hmm. um, I think in addition to that, again, continuing to like take care of my mental health and get more in touch with my emotional side. And then obviously the physical health. Um, just because, like Dariel said, we're getting older. And, you know, things ain't working like they used to work. And so, <laughs> like, I find myself, like, turning on lights now because it's too dark. And I'm like... <laughs> who am I turning into? Like, I remember my mom always being like, you don't want to turn the lights on? And I'm like, no, I'm fine. And now I'm like, I can't see shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, God. Thanks, God. Thank you, God. <laughs> Shout out to my God. Or like somebody funny. showing me something and I have to like put it up in my face I or like wait. pull it back. Oh my gosh. My mom and my aunt can't see. And my aunt's only 10 years older than me. And my mom is only 52. Yeah. And she wears reading glasses. Well, what the I, fuck? I will tell you from me getting LASIK. They told me straight up, it doesn't matter if you have 2020 your whole life, you it's going to happen at 40 regardless or close to. Yeah. He said even me with LASIK, I'm going to need readers no matter what. Yeah. That is depressing. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He's like, it's just the age of the eyes and the muscles. Like, it doesn't matter. There's I got no a fucking way to work surgery. your eyes out like your body. <laughs> You'll fuck around, get it, get, lose vision faster. Hold on, wait. Listen, so I found this out. Um, I had shared on my story and I don't know who sent it or who didn't, but I had to get two injections, one in each eye. Something that's a result of my diabetes, whatever. I'm not even going to get into how all of that works. But I learned at that appointment that it takes your eyes seven years to catch up to whatever's happening in your body. What? So seven years ago, I was in terrible control with my diabetes. My body and my eyeballs are just now catching up to like wherever I was seven years ago in my health journey. That's terrible. So I say all that to say, like, be careful with your eyeballs. Because oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, she's And I said, what? But yes, it takes your eyeballs seven years to catch up to whatever's going on in your body. So if we start making healthy changes now, I say that to say you'll probably see, like... <laughs> Real results. Look, I'm over here going through my camera like, what the fuck was that doing? That's insanity. That's not motivating. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, taking care of my physical health, because I feel like I'm starting to notice now, like, I was just telling somebody, like, I'm very aware of, like, my body, just what I'm feeling around certain people and my tense and my... Is my body, what is my nervous system telling me when I'm around certain people or when I eat certain things or if I'm watching certain (laughs) things or whatever the case may be. So, yeah, um, I think that's the better way that I could take care of myself in the upcoming year. Love it. And my very last question um, is, what is preventing you from keeping your promises to yourself? Oh, gosh. (laughs) Boundaries. Again, boundaries. Yes, okay. and now, like I said, I'm learning to stand on them. So, kiss my ass Standing with that on one. Stand on them business, you know. <laughs> All y'all's businesses are my businesses now. Beach, I'm playing. Um, <laughs> what's stopping me for what? Keeping your promises to yourself. I think. I self-sabotage a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think all of this stems from childhood some way, somehow. And just what I've convinced myself that, like, um, I lost my train of thought. Do you want me to come back? No. Okay. It's coming. Okay. Say the question again. What is preventing you from keeping your promises to yourself? Yeah. Um, anyways, yes, yeah, self-sabotage. And because, like, my whole life has been centered around other people mm-hmm. and, like, making sure other people are good and happy and taken care of that, like, I fall to the back burner. 
And so I'm not used to putting myself first and my needs and my wants first. So they just, you know, by the time I'm done making everyone else happy, I just don't have enough time for myself. And I think I need to start prioritizing me and knowing, like, I'm important, too. And just because I don't have other people that can, like, I don't want to say that because I do have people that will pour into me. But (laughs) I don't know. That's it. I'm going to just stop right there because I don't want to go too further than that. Okay. So self-sabotage. Uh, what is keeping me from, are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) We absolutely have to get visuals in 2020. (laughs) Sorry about that. Um, what is preventing me from keeping my promises to myself? I have a debilitating fear of success. I'm not afraid to fail. I I don't give a shit about failing. To be completely honest, I don't. Um, But the idea of succeeding in the things that I want scares me in a way that I can't explain because if I succeed in in a specific area, then I have to then be responsible. Mm. And I have to sustain. And Mm. I have to maintain that success, right? (laughs) Damn! (laughs) And so... The fear of success causes me to live in a space of complacency and laziness. If I am comfortable, I am good. And I and mm-hmm. I operate like that in every area of my life. I don't push myself to strive for more in my work, career. I don't push myself to seek out meaningful relationships with men because I enjoy being alone. Yes. I'm comfortable here. Um, I don't push myself to like go to the gym every single day. I, I, I literally like, it's like, oh girl, you're, you're 145. Cool. Like you don't need to be 120. That's too small. Like it literally cripples me. Um, like no oh. other. And that is what keeps me from um, keeping my promises to myself is that I then have to be responsible for me. And I don't think I have a good sense of responsibility because I don't have children. So if shit falls to the wayside, it doesn't affect anybody but me. You know, it's crazy because <laughs> I feel the same way and I have children. <laughs> but I just be like, if they're good, that's good enough. I'll be okay. And so I've been trying to like <laughs> sit with myself, like, girl, you gotta do better. Um, but how do you get out of that? Because that's I don't know. I don't have the answer. So for me, when when we talk about these things, and it's like, oh, I'm trying to sort it out. I'm trying to work it out. People are like, okay, I understand that, but how do I do that? Like a lot of people mm-hmm. get hung up on the how, and then for me, it's just like, bitch, you gotta do it. Like. that's just what you gotta do like you can't you know what I mean like I can't for me it's like okay you wanna you wanna do better with your finances so do better with your finances (laughs) like if you don't have like I've granted I make decent amount of money I'm able to you know maintain my life but it's just like why are you gonna go get your eyelashes done when you really don't need to spend 
the eighty five dollars to go get your lashes done, but it doesn't affect anybody but me. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah, I don't yeah. have to. My lights is on. My rent is paid. My car insurance <laughs> is paid. But you really don't need to spend that extra eighty five dollars. But I'm gonna do it anyway because it's like, oh, it makes me feel good. So I think I use certain things to like hide behind and shield other people. So and, and shield myself behind other people. So like how you said, like once I you know do everything for everybody else, I don't have time for myself, right? Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a se- I'm not a selfish person. Selfish person. I don't have any issue with being selfless. But there are certain things where it's just like I really don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But I do it, and then in turn, my response is is like, oh well, I do so much for everybody else that I don't have time for myself. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I, I use that as an excuse to not go and do the things that Brandy wants to do but i'm amazing at helping other people get to mm-hmm. where they want to be but i use Facts. it as an excuse to not go and do it for myself yeah Facts. i believe in being selfish in a healthy way in yes. the aspect of be selfish with your time and yourself not towards other people like yeah. don't use it against other people and again there's a balance there and a boundary there where it's like no i'm going to be selfish with my time and actually sit down because i can't give you the best version of me anyway if i'm not there yeah. you know what i mean so like yeah, it's it sucks because all three of us are those people that would rather be there for people in our life. Because to us, we're like, well, I know how much I can suffer and take behind the scenes, but I don't know how much they can, so I need to go help them. Yeah. But then we're left like, damn, okay, now I'm suffering behind the scenes. But it's easier to help other people than to help yourself. Help yourself. Why? I don't fucking know. Because the motivation to, because of how much you care about other people, especially because you've handpicked people in your life. I know this because it's me. I've asked myself this years ago. The reason it's easier is because I know I'm a, like I just said, I know what I can tolerate and I know I'll be okay if I don't, I don't know, buy myself an extra tire this year. I don't know, but I'd rather go get my dad a tire because I know that he needs to get to work. I know that he needs this. I know that he needs that. And it's because I care so much about that person and their success in their life that I'm willing to sacrifice something for me. But that doesn't make it right or okay. Mm-hmm. I should be able to get him a tire and myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So to answer that, why is it like that? Because you handpick the people in your life intentionally, which all of us do. So if I did that intentionally because I value that relationship like that so much, then why would I not go feed into it? Why would I not pour into it? I purposely picked people where I'd have no issue doing that. Mm-hmm. But then again, we end up in these modes where it's like, yeah, I feel that way, but like, I've been doing that back to back to back to back to back that now I'm sitting here like, well, damn, I'm strung out. Like, I don't want to get off this couch, but I got to go to work. Yeah. I got to pay my bills. I got to, me, I have to take care of fucking animals. Like, yeah. Let me sound like and I'm the a people vet. I have to pour into, I have to. I can't yeah. just be like, well, don't want to be a fucking mom today. I know, because they're real humans. I have to take care of my children. Yep. But then it sucks because at the end of the day, I am burnt the fuck out and I've done nothing for myself because I've been stopping them from hurting each other all day and yep. it's just like what the fuck yep so yeah i'm over here Anyways. wrestling with some things for real so <laughs> yeah i i have a, a ridiculous fear of success and so i don't know where that's gonna land me but yeah. i think awareness is half the battle so much more than half good job um, i can get the tools to fix it so yeah um Okay, very last thing, ladies. Um, if you guys don't mind and would oblige me, I want us to give ourselves some words of encouragement 
2024. So I, I actually want to be like talking to Brandy in my mic. So at some point, if we ever go back and listen to this show, we can be like, I hear you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let me think about mine. Whatever you want to say to yourself. And I, I want us to open and say, Brandy, you are, or Jesus, whatever. <laughs> I think I got mine a little bit, because I'm just going to let her flow. And then... I'm stressing Dario out over <laughs> here. Okay. She, she gets some inspiration. I'm stressing her out, honey. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know what, Kimiana? It is 1023 on the 27th of December, 2023 it's given a sign um i just want to say i hope you give yourself more grace because Mm. you are doing the internal work and it's literally externally coming out of you and your friends and your family see it not that you have to seek their validation because as long as god sees it, who cares you know he could be your only friend you'd be all right so you know continue to give yourself grace and understand that who you always authentically to show up to be will speak volumes in a room if you never spoke at all and continue to stand on that because that's been your biggest superpower. Love you, bye. <laughs> Love you, mean it. <laughs> so much. You want to go last? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Brandy, um, I am so proud of you. Um, you are not perfect, but you are trying. And that is commendable. Um, in this new season, you are loved beyond words. You are worthy. Why do you want to be emotional and deep? Uh, don't. You don't have to be. <laughs> you are doing it. But you don't have to. <laughs> but you're doing it. But you don't have to. But your your words to yourself is making me emotional. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That's your friend, Darielle, over there. <laughs> She's mad at you, but it's okay. <laughs> That's your friend. By the way. <laughs> um. <laughs> And I'm I'm reminding you of this because you know that you have a worthiness issue. So, girl, you are worthy. You are loved. You are capable of all of the things that you want for yourself and all of the things that you want to do. And do not dim your light um, for anybody. And stand on your standards and continue to show up for yourself. That was beautiful. Your friend Dario loved it. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (sighs) Um, (laughs) You don't have to. You can say whatever you want to say to yourself, friend. I promise it's I don't know what I want to say to myself. I think you should speak to your testimony about how good of a mom you are and you don't give yourself grace for it. That's just just her friend Kim giving suggestion. (laughs) I'm just going to say to myself that um you're doing a great job (laughs) and don't give up and stop convincing yourself that you're alone because you have people and you are loved and you are 
enough. And like Kim said, you are a great mom and things will be okay. So, yeah. All right, y'all. <laughs> that is our show. Um, we love you guys. Thank you for another amazing year of supporting us, even though life be life and life, life be life and yeah. we a little wishy washy sometimes. <laughs> That's okay. We're going to do better in the new year. Yeah. So, don't give up on us. If you still listen, thank you. Thank you. And tell us so we can shout y'all out and hold us accountable. Hold us accountable because sometimes we be slacking. Absolutely. But um, yeah. You can follow us on Instagram at Take Control Podcast. Our Twitter is Take Control Podcast. You can email <laughs> us at Take Control Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, like, rate, subscribe, review. Um, and we will see you guys in 2024. 2024. Love you guys. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, pew, pew.